Um, good day, everyone. So, welcome to the third episode of the Uli Dooley podcast. I'm here with my mate Josh, Josh Holland from Boise in Sydney. How you going, mate? What up? What up? Good, Brazzy. Good. Yourself? Yeah, I'm very good, mate. Great to have you on this morning. Thank you for taking the time to to join me, mate, and talk a little bit about yourself and your brand and your story, man. Thank you. No worries. All right. So, for those of you who aren't familiar with Josh, he does run a brand called uh, Boise um, in Sydney. So. Uh, born in Kiwi land and moved across the ditch to Sydney um, a few years ago, was it? Yeah, bro. Two years now, man. Oh, only two years. Shit. So yeah. fairly new to the country. So I guess that's good, man. That's it's really good. And um, yeah, and you've started your brand, Boise. And um, just tell us a little bit about it, man, and how it all started and, and all that. So. All right. Thank you. Uh, yeah. So um, as Keegan said, uh, Kiwi fellow living over in Sydney, been about two years now. Um, absolutely loving it. We live by Coogee, so it's an unreal spot. And um, yeah, so I've started a, a brand called Boise. So it's a clothing brand that encourages um, conversation around men's mental health, um, essentially. And yeah, just kind of reaching out and checking on your mates and just showing that it's uh, there's actually strength and vulnerability. Uh, we actually do dope clothes too, so because I always found that... Uh, I don't know, like I've seen Beyond Blue that they're awesome, they do great things, but I've seen some ugly clothes. So mm. we're just trying to encourage cool clothes and just cool conversation around it. So that's kind of the basis on Boise. Been going for around a year now and yeah, slowly building, man. Man, that's a good, lot of great people, a lot of great stories, like yourself, Kaz. <laughs> yeah, bro. Well, that's good, eh? I think it's really good to sort of use your, what you have as a tool to, you know, um, for better, bigger initiatives and, 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 work towards a bigger picture, I suppose. Cause like a brand like myself, you know, I'm just doing it cause I love saying, holy cunt, you know what I mean? But you're, <laughs> you're obviously, and just for people like that, you know, like mucking around, but you obviously, uh, you know, doing it for much, a much bigger, um, much something much bigger than yourself, which I think is really inspiring. And obviously you're helping a lot of people. So we had a little chat before, before we've started doing the potty and, and obviously, yeah, you're helping a lot of people, man. So it's really inspiring to see, I think. Uh, thank you very much, man. I appreciate that. But um, it's a bit of the same though as well, man. Like, I, I like your brand too because it's just you, man, being you. And I think these days that's what brands have got to be, eh? They've just got to be natural, man, because mm. you eventually get found out, especially in this world. So, Boise yeah, Burrows, a lot like your man. You say, like, Boise! <laughs> yeah, just tell us, a bit, same, tell, tell us a bit about Boise because I don't <laughs> think a lot of lads in, because I'm in Queensland, you know, we, I've Yo. never heard it before. So, Tell us about where it originated and, and what it means oh, and all of man. that. So there's this a beautiful, beautiful lady, man, called Helen Benj. And uh, she's one of my best mates, old ladies. And when we used to go out um, as a group of young lads to, uh, you know, get her go out on the town, she'd come out to the front doorstep and go, okay, now, boys, I want you to just look after each other, you know, and make sure you're looking after all the other boys and girls who's out there. You know, we used to hug and say, yes, Helen, thank you very much. And um, <laughs> as soon as she said, Boise, it's just kind of stuck. And mm. we all just call each other, oh, Boise, what's going on now? Boise, Boise, Boise. Yeah, One of my yeah. mates is called Boise to 5'9". And when he's oh. feeling sexy, he's Boise to 6'9". <laughs> 69. So it's just kind of built. It's a bit of a laugh. And um, yeah, I think it's just, yeah, it's very similar to your one, man. You just yeah. like saying it. <laughs> In a way, I suppose, yeah, it is. That's good, eh? I think it's... It's cool, like, yeah, there's another brand that's like mine. It's really cool to see because obviously all the, and, and I think YKTR as well, like, there seems to be a lot of, you know, they're, they're just, huge. They're just like things people are saying and yeah, it's cool, man. 
I really like it because it's like, I don't know, like if you like those guys, I don't know, they're just being themselves and they're just putting, and then they just said at the end, there's a product there, but they deliver so much value. Yeah, yeah. And so I don't know, everyone's just building their own personal brands these days, especially mm. inspired by YKTR, yeah, they're huge. But, uh, yeah, man. They, yeah, they, man, they, I don't know. They're a big inspiration of mine. Maybe not so much. Well, I don't know. Like I actually, I think I actually started the brand before I found out about them. But okay. since then, yeah, same. but since then, I've actually, I've actually looked at what they're doing. And at first, I didn't like what they were doing. But then I sort of realized what they're like. You know how they? I don't know if you follow them on Instagram, but how he posts random as shit throughout the day. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed that. Yeah, like this yeah. post of random shit that's got nothing to do with the brand. And I'm just like, what the fuck is he doing, man? filling my feed with this shit off Google images. Like, I don't understand, bro. <laughs> but, but yeah. then I sort of realized he, and then he said it cause I listened to a few of his podcasts and he said he's, he's not making his brand, his, uh, cause it's all Instagram based, obviously his brand mainly. And same yeah. as many others like ours as well. Um, trying to not make it just a catalog because I go on like other brands that you see and they're just catalogs, bro. Like yeah. just, just all just close and close, 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 no story. You know, you don't know the creator, you know, they don't have a face to the brand, you know, it's just clothes, you know, it's just a, it's just a print on a shirt. You know what I mean? So when he said that in his podcast and I was listening to that, I was like, shit, man, you know, it makes so much sense now, you know, it's more than just, it can't just be a shirt, you know, it's got to be, you know, a story and it's got to be, you know, people got to feel a connection to that. And I think that your brand is quite good at that because, you know, you're engaging with your community and, and all of that so it's quite it's quite cool man i am um, i totally agree with what you said and obviously what um i says as well because man you just want like the more of yourself you put out there people are going to relate to different parts of you so like obviously i love reading books mm. not everyone's going to like reading books but certain people are so then i've got to put all my personality out there so people can relate to me in a way and i'm trying to find a way to relate to you you know mm. you might follow footy bro and then i like following footy so yeah, put that out there. yeah 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 so if it's just like just closing it you're like Clothes are cool, but I want to go deeper. Like you need to have like certain amounts of contact before you really want to get stuck into that brand. So yeah, yeah, that's yeah, it, bro. Because like just I pumps it out for us. Yeah, bro, he's ridiculous. I don't know if you've you might have seen his um his ad on on Instagram for these his like class his course thing. Have you seen that? Yeah. I'm oh, bro. I'm feeling like fucking getting that. Hey, eh? it's a thousand bucks. It's a thousand bucks. Yeah. <laughs> That'll work. Yes, well, literally, but yeah, bro, I seen that and I was like, fuck, man, because he obviously, I think, but what the thing, because what sort of stopped me from getting it, apart from yeah. being a broke ass motherfucker, is, <laughs> is like, is just the fact that I don't think anything is ever gonna, um, compensate for the fact that he is an NRL player and he is, you know, mm-hmm. he has that. He already has that following and it doesn't matter what he does. I reckon most people are going to get around it. You know what I mean? Like, For sure, bro. For sure. And that's, yeah. Gonna help, you know, so. Ah. Whatever way he decides to go. So, yeah, he's definitely an inspiration for mine and inspiration for you, bro. So, man, like, yeah, I'm really liking the stuff you're doing, bro. It's, it's awesome, man. And um, can I ask you, like, as Boise, obviously, my thing to mental health and that, um, I don't know, man. Like, have you ever had any serious, like, because how old are you, bro? I'm 19. Turn 19 this year. 19, see, bro. I'm, I'm 27, turning 28. Damn. So, yeah. Look, old that's old to me. Up. That's old to me. But you that's look that's old. 
I don't think you're that yeah, old. Because you're, you're energetic and stuff, man. You seem like, you know, younger, way younger than that. <laughs> Just trying to keep up with these young bucks, you know, the old bull. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, at your age, bro, like, obviously obviously been there but um it's just all about having fun by fresh out of school you know mm. you're an adult man life's your oyster yeah, i don't yeah. know especially with you starting your business by putting yourself out there how have you found that man have you had any backlash oh, like, oh not not so much backlash to my face because i'm really upfront sort of person like i'll judge i only judge people from what i see personally like if you say to me like oh I hate this bloke, you know, he's a real dick and all this, but he's only been good to me. Like, I won't, I won't believe you straight up. Like, I don't believe a word you say, because, you know, I only, I only go off that. So I think some people probably talking shit behind my back, but I don't know if they've, they, none of them have really come, come up to me and said anything. So I think that's a good thing because maybe they don't hate it so much that, or they have such a problem that they feel like it's a need to tell me about it. You know yeah. what I mean? So, because a few of my mates have said, oh, this fellow was saying that, what, a, what the hell are you making videos for? Why are you doing a brand? You know what I mean? But they haven't <laughs> yeah, said it to right. me. So I'm just like, oh, all good. You know, they don't think, I mustn't be too fussed about it. So, but, um, but yeah, man, it was hard. Eh? Especially, I remember doing my first, the first time I put my face on the brand. I still remember doing that. Like I took a video and I was like, because I think I had like, because the idea of the brand was just to be for schoolies. So you obviously, you'd know about schoolies and yeah, well. and of course. So yeah, we, we did that last year and oh man, it was, Yuli Cunt was meant to be for that. So I just printed, <laughs> printed all these shirts and sold them at schoolies and all the boys go around it and it was, it was fucking awesome. But Yo. it never was meant to be anything after that. But after it, I didn't sell all the shirts that I wanted to sell. And I was like, you know, this is kind of fucking cool and everyone seems to like it. So Yo. I want to keep going with this. So Put my face on the brand. I, t- I remember I took a video on my phone for the story, Instagram story, and I was like shitting my pants, you know. <laughs> I was like shitting bricks, cuz, because I'm not a big, I'm not really big on Instagram myself with my own account. Yeah. And, and not on Snapchat, and I don't have Snapchat anymore, so I'm only Instagram, you know, trying to get rid of distractions and shit. Um, but, you know, like, yeah, never been too out there with that sort of stuff, you know, so... So that was tough, man. And I, I took like, I did like 50 takes and all this shit and got every word right. But now I'm just like, fucking don't even give, give a shit, you know, like, cause you sort of, it's, you know, obviously you build your confidence with it and, and, and you, you know, people are supporting you. So it's, it feels good. Yeah. But, but I did my first, I've been doing like videos more now. Um, like not so much vlogs, but just little videos here and there of just so people can get to know me and, get to know about the brand more because i think it's a bit vague you know what it's all about so okay and i guess you know trying to make little bits of content here and there and um those were tough as well because you know i've got to walk around in public like when i, I don't know if you watch the thrift shop one i've got to walk <laughs> yeah, around in public and i've been i've got my phone i've got to fucking hold it out here and video <laughs> and, you know all these old heads in toowoomba you know i'm just like shamed you know so it is tough but getting better at it slowly i guess Hard, but, uh, hard. There's always a challenge, I guess, you know, putting yourself out there, out of your comfort zone. So, but yeah. You stoked with it though, when you got the end product, bro, when you've gone out there mm. all day and you've been videoing, bro, mm. you're like, you're Well, that's what I was thinking, like, when I was doing that. I don't know if you watch Big Jimbo one. No one seems to get around Big Jimbo. <laughs> Who's um, he? Oh, he's the, the big crab, bro. I was trying to save this big fucking oh, crab. Oh, I saw that, Jay. I saw oh, that, bro. He is this fucking big man. Biggest crab I have ever seen. And, um, and yeah, I was, oh, and I was trying to say, and I was like, you know, I can make a little video about this, you know, get to, yeah. and maybe people are like him, but maybe they don't. And obviously they don't, but 
Um, but when I was videoing that, I was like, you know, I was skateboarding to the shop and shit. And I had my phone and I was talking and I was like, you know, people walking past and stuff. And I was like, I was like, fuck the shame. You know, I felt shamed. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, but I was like, fuck, I better do it as best I can because when I get back to edit it and it's, you know, it better be fucking good enough to put up because I don't want to have, you know, no audio or no talking and, you know, be not engaging. So, you know, you got to just, just cut it yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You just got to do it, I suppose. So you can, yeah. It's way, it must be hard if you like obviously I've moved to Sydney bro and bro, I don't know no one G like mm. it's low so I can do whatever bro like no one like like bro I don't really wear shoes anywhere so like I'm rocking <laughs> like bare, barefoot bro all through the supermarket G and I got oh, trades really? in there and yeah, I'm like, yeah, bro, yeah, like this is normal from where we're, we're from but no everyone really? gives me the weirdest looks G I'm like what is there syringes out there do you know someone oh, yeah, all the gear yeah, but yeah, it's just yeah. like <laughs> so like I'm, I've got no, I've got, I don't really have my shame, so it's a lot easier for me. I can imagine yeah. like, you're just skateboarding and then fucking to make your mates or ladies like, oi, up to. What's your phone away? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Any yeah. selfies? Yeah, <laughs> yeah um, bro. But that's what it's like, and I don't know. And I think, um, did you ever find that hard? Because obviously, with the whole, yeah. um, you know, encouraging men to put themselves out there and, and the initiative behind your brand, that would have been tough for yeah. you as well, you know. Um, it definitely was, bro. Uh, even like, especially vlogging, like it's hard, bro. Mm. You got to video yourself. Um, Stuff, eh? I do a lot of videos of myself anyway, but um, yeah, like you say, you get used to it. But um, I think just even like, it's still hard for me today just to be vulnerable and just say how I'm having a rough time, bro. Like yeah, that's probably I have the hardest bad days, one, bro. Yeah, that's but you get so so much out of it. I don't know. It's like when you speak when you speak something into. So when something's in your mind and you're stressed out and say, if you're able to speak it out, bro, you kind of put it out there. It's out of your head. It's the same with writing it down. It leaves mm. your head, bro. And then you put it in the past. It's gone. Mm. So every time I do it and I talk about how I'm having a shit day or like, um, like I'm, I'm the biggest doubter on myself and I actually able to speak to someone for 15 minutes and just like, they just listen. I just mm. feel so much better, bro. And I'm able to move on in my life because that problem has gone. So yeah. I just, yeah, I don't know. It's always hard, but that's like anything, bro. Just something you jump into a cold pool. You're not keen, you're not keen, you're not keen. <laughs> and you jump in, bro, and it's safe as. Yeah, yeah, that's all good. Um, yeah, I think that's the hardest thing. Do you find, do you, do you talk aloud your thoughts a lot? Do you think that helps? To yourself, crazy ass fellow yeah, walking, crazy fella walking to, talking to himself. <laughs> what am I having for dinner tonight? What's he chicken out? <laughs> Do I leave the oven on? <laughs> um, no, I, 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 I'll write it down, bro. Three but I do because I found myself just being negative, bro, and just talking mm. shit. Like, say, say you have a rough day with anyone, bro, and like mm. you didn't really get along with your workmate, and you bring someone else, and you just end up just being negative and talking shit about him. Like, no one mm. wants to hear that, bro. So. I just found that just journaling, if you just write it down, get it out of your head, then you're going to be more positive person to other people. And then yeah, you don't yeah. have to like bring them down with your negative and shit, you know? Mm, yeah, you know, no one I don't likes know. that guy. Yeah. No one likes that guy. That's just D-Buzz. Like, yeah, like, exactly. Tony, bro. Tony looks like he's had a rough day. <laughs> get Relax, a chill vibe. Yeah, chill out, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I think journaling helps, bro, and I encourage that. And obviously exercise too, bro. I see that you... um got a few deadlift videos on there cuz surely a ah, tutorial enough running. enough <laughs> <laughs> nah because but, um, that but like yeah that that was that was tough for me as well you know but i think cuz i never yeah like at my school like you were saying i think it's what it's just like in australia i don't know about nz or anywhere else in the world but definitely in australia where i live bro it's you know if you try at something 
people will give you shit for it if you know what I mean. Or if yeah. you say like I'm doing this or I want to do this or that, you know, you'll get your piss taken away, even by your best mates and mainly by your best mates. <laughs> I look for anything to take the piss out of you. <laughs> they might just be doing that as a joke and they are, but you know, it can when you're trying to be serious sometimes it's it's tough, eh? Hey? So you know, but I was documenting, yeah, I was documenting my training because like I I done my knee a few times. And I haven't played good okay. footy. I was playing footy like seriously in 2017 and it was going really well. And I was on track, like I was hitting all my goals and I had like a, I had like a pathway ladder sort of thing that I had planned out and okay. I was, you know, reaching everything. And then I just boom, my knee awesome. gone, bruv. And then, you know, it's three years now and, oh, and I've just got my knee. It's getting really good now. It's strong as hell. So um, I just wanted to like, document it and i thought by putting it in front of sure. people online where everyone can see it sure. sort of makes me a bit more accountable and and it shows just in my just for me you know what i mean like i'm not really putting it for anyone else to see but just having it there people can see it and i think that's going to keep me in myself accountable for myself and and then when i look back in a year or two where hopefully i've reached my goals then i can see like fuck you know that's where it all started but i was just running laps or I was doing 150 deadlift. Like, look at me now. You know, I've hit my goals, and so that's sort of why I did that. But for sure, bro. I think that's hard, eh, man? Doing all that sort of stuff and putting yourself out there. <laughs> it is, bro. And it's like, I don't know. I suck with anyone, bro. Like, if you hear your mates, like, I'd like my age, like my age at the moment, like everyone's kind of buying houses and that, and looking to get that's married nice. and shit, bro. People are getting old, bro. <laughs> you know your things, but nice, like, you bro. know. You can, it's just the same, like, say one of my mates just bought a house and I haven't bought one yet and I'm just kind of like, fuck, you get a little bit cut. It's just because you see people changing and evolving, bro. And so yeah. that's why people talk shit, like you put yourself out there. So, no, I, I love um, I love that you're documenting your journey, bro. That's the whole thing, Kat. Yeah, thanks, bro. <laughs> um, yeah, so. Yeah, bro. Any questions, bro? Any questions? Well, um, anything else you want to know? I mean... What's the scene like in Sydney, actually? Tell me about it, bruv. Because like, I'm most Kiwi, because I got told, this is what I got told. Like, yo, Kiwi, yo, hit me, brother. Kiwis move from Kiwiland, obviously, to Sydney. Yep. So, and yep. then, and then you know, like, South Africans move from South Africa to, like, Western Australia. <laughs> so, what's it like yeah. down there, bruv? Have, <laughs> have you been around, like, Australia? Or, well, apparently, I don't know, because we used to play WA in, in the rugby comp, and they used to just flog everyone, because they got all these... These big African <laughs> bastards in there. Oh, they're nuts, bro. They are nuts. But um, Doing all the line-out calls in Afrikaans. Oh, you're like, fuck, how are we supposed to suss them like, up? God damn. When they're speaking Afrikaans, you're like, all right, time to leave. I'm not playing. Except the grass cut them. Yeah, bro. Um, What's it like down there, man? Is it, do you, do you get out? Or is it, have you been around bro. Australia? Different or what, what's it like? Unreal, G. So, me and a lot of my mates are from Wellington, bro, where the canes oh, are from. Nice, um, yeah, up the canes. Windy Wellies, G, like a lot Windy of rain, Wellies. rubbish, bro. So, bro, moved to Sydney, bro, barely rains. Bro, always way. sunny ends, bro. Mm-hmm. You can swim all year round. Mm. Um, there's a scene, so, like, I don't know, like, you can party in Wellies until fuck it to like 23 and then like, there's not too many clubs so like right. i'll start rocking up bro, and that's been like you know the 17 year olds are coming through g and i'm like this old quarter in there bro so <laughs> whereas in sydney there's so many different spots and scenes g for different ages bro mm. so you could be peter pan for the rest of your life g you don't have to wow. grow up bro. like sick, you huh? can just hiss, hoss, hoss, and it's just bro it's mad bro it's 
what can I say, bro? Sydney is unreal. It's mm. it's last year. It's expensive. And my mm, fuck yeah, it'd be expensive. Goddamn. Bro, it's bro. If you come down, bro, I have to show you around. Cause yeah, for sure. Because I don't. Oh, I don't have many friends down there. But you have to show me around. But yeah, man. Come down. Like, yeah, I will. I want to, eh? Because I like thrift shopping, and I like you know, I don't know. Toowoomba is pretty pretty basic, and even Brisbane, but. Yeah, I want to come down there. And I want to watch club footy down there. What's it? Shoot Shield? or No, I think that's league. Ah, cricket or something. But they got that competition down there, which is like the club team in teams in Brisbane, the club comp, which is um, the Hospital Cup Challenge or whatever it's called. But the one okay. in Sydney, like Sydney's like rugby capital of Australia. Like that's it. That's all our good footy is down there. Oh, so I've always wanted, okay. Yeah, bro, I've always wanted to go down there and watch club footy and shit because it's just another level. And even first 15 footy. Have you watched any first yeah. 15 footy down there, bro? No, is it hectic oh, here, fuck yeah, it's nuts, bro. They had a game last year. So the GPS comp down there is like, oh, bro, I don't even know how many times better than Queensland. <laughs> like, it's nuts, bro. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, when I was at Downlands, they... So the big schools are like, fuck, like, I don't know, like, Scott's College. They got one called Scott's. They got uh, Joey's. They got um, Shaw, Riverview, or whatever it's called. Like, these big schools, bro, and they're fucking huge school then and, and um i think one year scots won it like they won the grand final by like a hundred points or something Holy yeah it kind of, shit. it's just Are like these private schools yeah big private schools bro like absolutely fucking nuts like and um that that team i'm oh you know like i don't know you know angus Crichton, the the second row for roosters Oh, lad, yeah, that's your right. that's your team, bro. Roosters, <laughs> bro that's surely the, the bunnies. No, the bunnies. <laughs> the actual fun of bunnies, nah, because because um, oh yeah, but they just pump out league players and and super rugby players like these schools. But they had a game last year, and it was kind of equivalent to. I'll put it in terms for you. What do we say? Like uh, Auckland Grammar and Kings or something like that. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, yeah. Massive rivalry team uh, game and shit. And fuck, and they scored. I think it was Joey's, and I can't remember the two schools, but they had this game. It was last year, and it was packed out. All the old boys around the, around the, you know, the field and shit. Yeah. And um, and they one of the teams that was losing, they scored in like the last minute. They scored, kicked the goal or whatever. They were winning by like four points. Pandemonium it was nuts. And then. And this game, no. this, and then get this right, at the start of the game, no. before the game even starts, so the games, GPS games, first 15 games, kick off at like five past one or something like that. The fucking okay. goalpost fell over or something before the game. What? Yeah, so they had that. So it was nuts already, bro. Like the scene was crazy already. Like the goalpost <laughs> fell over. So they had to get in and fix it up. And then it was like three o'clock when the game started. So it was yeah. absolutely crazy. And then they kicked off, right? Because it was like 30 seconds left. So, you know, in Rugby Union, how the winning team, oh, the losing team, wait, no, what is it? The team that, yeah, they re- the other team receives it. So the team that scored receives the ball. So the losing yeah. team, so they're losing, they kick it off, right? And they've got all their reserves on now, right? And they fucking reserve someone, reserve second row or something. They let it bounce. He picks it up. Like he, run, right. they chase it. He gets it, kind of. And then he runs like five meters passes it to the reserve hooker on the inside number 16 oh. number 16 gasses the fullback and scores <laughs> under the post huh? under the post off the kickoff and they wow. fucking and they fucking win the game bruh they win the game and like and they got all the old boys are right there and they fucking break the barriers and they all run in and onto the field which is like not allowed like there's police there and shit 
And there's all yeah. these old boys, bro. Oh, my days, bro. I've never seen anything like it. But that shit, oh, that's what I want to go down there and see because we have big rivalries in Queensland, like Nudgy and Terrace and Downlands and Grammar. And, and they're nuts. Some of the games are absolutely nuts. Like, oh, Grammar Downlands last year was nuts. Grammar Downlands 2017, nuts. 2016, nuts. Like, they're just, you know, they're winning by like three points and shit. Downlands won, Downlands won for the first time in five years last year. And that's my old school. Like, bro, it's just, like, it's just crazy. And then Nudgy Terrace, like, that's crazy too. They're like the big GPS schools, Nudgy and Terrace. Bro, you okay. want to watch, watch a hectic footy game, go watch Nudgy Terrace 2016. That game was fucking crazy. Yeah, um, all on 20, YouTube? All on YouTube, 2017, crazy game. They're just winning like the last five minutes. Like, it's absolutely nuts and the 2016 yeah bro and the 2016 game was like all in the rain and shit and bro, <laughs> it was absolutely crazy and oh, it's actually but that's what i want to go down there and to see all that little footy and and just the because it's just the biggest city you know like sydney and melbourne are australia's big cities you know what i mean so yeah, what are you talking about it you know i'm semi-aroused like the passion you're putting in there that is very oh, bro, huge, bro. i don't know it's Jesus. just oh, it's just mad watching it and and Cause I've only ever been to grandma downlands live and I okay. grew up and I've been in downlands since year eight and just every year, bro, we're just getting flogged. And you know, then you come close. I think 2016, we nearly won the first 15 when I was in year 10, bro. Yeah. We scored on like full time and, the, and we were like, and we won, we were like winning. We would have won the ref called it held up and then we lost the <gasps> game, bro. Like, Oh, can't. it would have been tears, bro. There was, Oh, bro. We, <sighs> we cry every year, bro. When we lose. Fuck, but they won. But then I like left the school and went to a different school, bro. And then they won yeah. that next year. And oh, bro, when they won, god damn, because we had this really good fullback. Yeah. And he just, he just, oh, well, they had some good players as well. Like a couple of their forwards are really good, but this fullback, bro, he's like, he's playing super rugby shit now. Yeah, he's freak, bro. He's a professional athlete. Like, and he just, oh, I just waxed everyone, bro. Literally, waxed everyone. Scored under the post on full time. Wow. Right, how mad's a main waxer, eh? Oh, bro, you should see this guy. He's KP, bro. Literally, KP waxer. Fullback. Oh, man. So, he scored He scored a really good try um, early second half. And then late second half, like one minute ago, they gave yeah. it to him. And it's actually kind of funny how he should have passed it because they had an overlap and the center would have just jogged over it and scored. But yeah. he didn't pass it and he just waxed this fella in front of him. And then he literally stepped like three more players and then the front rower came and he grabbed the front rower and just threw him. No. Yeah, cause he's strong, mate. Threw him. And then he just, boys, just swanied over, bro. And like four people are hanging off him. And oh, it was just passion. It was passion, bro. And everyone's just, like, oh, everyone's just gone nuts, bro. And then they, then they kicked it off and grabbed the ball and booted out and won the game first time in five years. Absolutely crazy. Bro, Absolutely the crazy. The amount of just fucking just glow taps and man hugs, bro. Yeah, it just would have been next Literally. level, bro. The showers would have been the place to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. And then, oh. the, and then I went to the after party at the at the after party. And Yo. they get on the, the DJ's plan and shit. And then it's like, you know, it's like one o'clock. And one of the boys from the team get grabs a mic. We fucking brought the cup home. Get the fuck it. Oh, you fucking broke oh, that oh, bro. That's nuts, eh? so, crazy. I wish they won when I was there, but god damn, they should have won. Why did you change? 
was it like last year's school like you wanted to go study geography or something nah, so well just with my knee i wasn't coming back because i was a graduate in 2018 yep. and i wouldn't have made it back in time for footy season because of my knee so and um i don't know the the coach that I was there, he sort of, it's always seemed like he had something against me, right? Like all, all the time. Like he let me play because I don't know, like, like I'd play and shit, but like I wanted to captain my school. Like I wanted to be captain, you know what I mean? So I'd try and, and be a leader and all of that sort of stuff, but he had his favorites. And if you were his favorite, then you were the captain. And if yeah. you were the best player, then you were the captain, you know what I mean? So um, not necessarily the best leader would be the captain. And that, and that sort of annoyed me because I always thought that I had a, a shot at that you know what I mean but he never paid me the time of day and I don't know I sort of just I was younger then not a lot younger but I think in my in my in the head I was a little bit I don't know I just thought I was the man or something and so I was like oh fuck this I'll just leave the school and I went to a different school it happened actually it actually happens to be that rival school of the of my school so I went there something I never would have done yeah I know bro and I I still haunts me to this day Like like it was pretty good like I got my grades up. My grades really benefited from that. Um, awesome. And now I'm studying a really good course at uni. So in that perspective, it's really good. But in terms of just, oh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I just wish I was there when they won or I just wish I wasn't at the <laughs> other at the other school when they won. <laughs> like, I just, oh, I just wish I'd graduated and run on there with the old boys. And, oh, yeah, yeah bro. But anyway, it's all done now. But, um. But yeah, that's why I changed just to play footy and play better footy there. But my, my knee kept playing up, so I didn't even get really get a chance, you know, to to play any good footy that year. So yeah, yeah, but my knee—it's been a problem for the last couple of years. So next year, next year's when yeah, we all, we get back on track next year, next season. So you speak, um, you speak very well, man. Like, um, I think oh, you thanks, just bro. speak good as a leader, man. Um, Thank you. And stuff. So yeah, you speak really well. So what's the buzz next year? Is that still under twenties or what's the go for super twenties? Yeah, so so um so in Brisbane, um so in Toowoomba, we don't really play much union, so there's no Colts. I don't know if you have Colts in NZ or Yeah, there's called Colts. Yeah, Colts. So I guess that's pretty um universal then. So yeah, in in Brisbane they have the Colts um program. So that used to be up until this year, it used to be under nineteens. So ah, the kids okay. such as myself who graduate when they're 18, they only get one season or actually I take that back. I'm pretty sure if you're actually in school um, in Brisbane, you can still play Colts when you're in school. Um, so I'm pretty sure they still do that. But in Toowoomba, obviously we don't, you know, we graduate and then we go to Brisbane. If you half want to play footy, you go to Brisbane, okay. play footy there, but you only get one season if you're 18 in high school. So, um, but they changed it last year because it was such a big leap from under 19s to open men's in Brisbane. Yeah, so everyone's playing like, yeah, literally everyone who's playing like Colts one, suddenly they're playing fourth and third grade and, you know, and then they just, you know, they get lazy and, and eventually they just drop out or whatever. Cause it's just okay. not happening. You know what I mean? I guess something like that. So they've changed it to under twenties as of this season. Um, nice. So that'll give me, that would have given me this year to play obviously as a 19 year old but my knee's fucked. So. Oh, I see. Yeah. So my knee's still fucked, but so, cause I had surgery. I had my second surgery in November last year. So, um, so in any other season before this one, this would have been my last year to play Colts, obviously, but now my knee's fucked, but because they changed out of twenties, 
I've got next season. So, Yo, so I'm going to move to busy. Back. Yeah. Oh, so I've got an opportunity one year and obviously they have like um, Reds on a twenties program. So, you know, got a, cause I played in a good, I played in a Queensland team in under 15s and yeah. that was, that was a really good team. And, and I was really, that was like my goal to, for a whole year was to make that team before it. So yeah, I made that and that was great. And then the, I think the run on team automatically went into the under 16 Queensland's training squad. If you know what I mean? And yeah, then they picked a team from that. Yeah, so my name was in the training squad team. And and then I think about two weeks before the trial, like before we started training and then they picked the team and shit, um, that's when I did my knee. So, so okay, Bryce. I missed out on all the under-16 competition and then obviously missed out on all the the um, under-18 schoolboys. And, yeah. But, yeah, not so, not saying I would have made it or anything, but just the opportunity, just I didn't have it, you know what I mean? So it's kind of annoying. Sure. You know, so under twenties is sort of my last shot at making something before we get into open. So, sort of. Has it made you more hungry though, bro? What's your mindset now that I don't know? Obviously, you have highs and lows, bro. Injuries are tough, bro. Especially if you love footy, like you sound like you do, guys. Yeah, bro. Well, it's just it's it's actually really frustrating, bro. Because, um, when I was yeah, you know, fifteen and sixteen, like I was training twice a day, every day. Except for weekends because they didn't open the gym on weekends. So we used to just do a little bit of running. Do you know Cohen Herbert by any chance? You ever heard of him? No, I don't. Sorry. Oh, he's a Kiwi lad. He moved back to – he lives in Mount Maunganui. But I went Yo. to um, school with him and we were like training partners and stuff. And, and yeah, we were just training ugh, every day, bro. But since I did my knee and then just not having footy for like three years, it's harder yeah. to get into that routine again and again. So, like, fuck, oh, bro. But if I oh, – trying to get back in my routine and yeah and i can get back in on bar hopefully because i just because the idea is i just want to be physically the best i can be or yeah but then it gives me the best opportunity if you know what i mean so yeah just got to get in shape and get ready bruv because there's a lot, right. of, a lot of good yeah. flankers in brizzy so <laughs> oh what are you a six or a seven bro or are you number eight on the back you just ready to carry yeah well i've always been on the back because i've I was taller when I was younger, if you know what I mean. Oh, and yeah. I growth spurt early and all that. But then she stopped. Tubes in there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm only like, you know, six feet now. And I don't know, but most of the number eights these days are six, three, four, five plus. So big dudes, and they can you know? grow. And they're fast. And it's getting more and more like, you know, gridiron and shit. It's all athleticism and power and it's not safe. Bro, so. skillful way, man. They like, are, if bro. you're a bro, if you're a hooker, for instance, hey, bro, you've got to be able to run, pass, fast now. score, throw, bro. Fast, man. Dane Coles, what have you done to us? <laughs> He's changed the game. He's changed it and he's like old head. <laughs> the runny bum, that's what they call him, bro. It looks is like that a what he runs fast. <laughs> the runny bum. <laughs> well, that's nuts. I've seen, I went um, there when I was on, we did a New Zealand tour for, for um, my old school at Downlands. And, yeah. um, and then I stayed with my family and we went up to the North Island and stuff. And I went and watched the Canes live play the wow. blues in 2017, bro. And that was my, that was my team Canes. Fuck. That was awesome, bro. I never, never had anything like it. Eh? It's awesome, bro. And that was such a good game. I think we won too. We beat the blues. Or- yeah. I what back then? Won. Yeah, but exactly. <laughs> that you playing? That you playing? That you playing tonight as well? Canes and Blues. So oh, a huge game to the Blues are fucking. That's a big game. Right, that's man. a big game. Yeah, I'm actually sad they lost the Crusaders, bro. They, oh man, imagine if they beat them. Oh, that was yeah. the team they kind of had to beat to, mm, to exactly. kind of see where they're at. I think mm. so. Um, you never know. They could they could beat them again in the finals if they beat the Canes. So yeah, true. We'll see. True. 
I guess we'll see. Uh, they have to bring Carter on. <laughs> they'll have bro, to bring surely he's going to be coming out, bro. That's where all the salary cap's gone. Fuck. Oh, that's where all the salary cap. They paid a million bucks for him to run water. <laughs> <laughs> he's a bro. Thirty-eight, bro. Dan Carter. Oh, what do you mean, on, eh, bro? bro? What, what a freak, eh? That's like, but imagine just. So who they got at five eight? Is it Otteddy Black? Who they have at five eight? Yeah, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine just like being him, and what's he like? He's like twenty or something, or twenty two or whatever. How old he is? Yeah. Imagine just chilling there at training, and then just look over, and he comes DC walking over the over Your the idol, hill, bro. bro. That's nuts. And he would have been watching him when he's like a little kid and shit, and now he's just there running in water, giving him tips. Oh, bro, imagine. <sighs> and um. And Bowden Barrett, bro. Imagine being all Teddy, oh. and then Daniel Carter and Bowden Barrett rock up to the Blues. It's like, have you seen? Have you seen? Um, have you seen? Um, Longest Yard. Yeah, it's yeah. like that dude with all the black dudes were over the hill. <laughs> no, oh, never, yes. <laughs> no, I never get to play. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you're doing extras, eh, bro? You're just yeah, there bro, for two yeah. hours after training. Bro, stay back, and do some, do some, do some hill sprints. <laughs> Stay back and do extras. But he's killing it though, bro. Also, black. He's just cool, calm, and collected, bro. He's a yeah. as well. Because everyone was like, because all of us Canes, we're like supporters, we're like, oh, they should put him at 5'8 or whatever. But he is a fullback, hey, Bowden Barrett. And I think because they have old Teddy Black there, they don't, you know, they should put him fullback. But he's been underperforming. Yeah. So who knows? They might change it around later or I guess we'll, we'll have to find out, eh? Who yeah, knows? that's true. They could always just chop him, like, get all Teddy to start and him come in later and take over yeah, or something, okay? Something like that, because, yeah. Mix it up. But, um, yeah, bro. So, yeah, bro, I've got some questions, bro. Do you want me to hit you with oh, some yeah, questions? For sure, for sure. Go ahead. All right, this is one of the questions I always ask people to get the old um, questions, like, get it flowing, bro. So, what was the last thing you Googled? The last thing I Googled? Yeah, G, have a look. Oh, on my, I'll go on my phone, all right, let's see. Bro, my one was how to stretch your shoulder after sleeping wrong. You know I'm old when you're doing those ones. <laughs> Up to. Up to, are you sleeping? Like Are you? <laughs> on the couch Wednesday, no blanket, cold air. No blanket. Uh, mine was, this is kind of embarrassing, Super Bowl XLIX. So I didn't know how to read Roman numerals. And it was. Oh, really? I found a um, I found a Seattle Seahawk thing when I was op shopping, Yo. and it said Super Bowl XIX XL or whatever, and I was like, "What the fuck is that?" And it, it it turned out to be the 2015 Super Bowl, but I was like, oh, I didn't okay. know what year it was. You know what I mean? I was like, "What number is XLIX?" <laughs> that was what I did. <laughs> yeah, bro. and um, bro, another one is okay. Bro, are you hard and fast, or are you slow and soft? I'd say hard and fast. Are you? Just your da-da. I don't know. I guess I'd, I'd <laughs> slow, slow and soft sounds a bit sus or something, bro. A bit fruity or something. Oh, essential, bro. You mean, though? You reckon, Cassie? You know, taking your time. I don't know, bro. Nah, I'd have to say hard and fast, bro. Yeah, fair. <laughs> a little bit competitive. I don't, I don't know what we're talking about, but I'm just going <laughs> to... Oh, you tell me, G. <laughs> what comes to mind? Right, you're the one asking the question. You're gonna <laughs> trying to get you're trying to pull me in a trap here. <laughs> okay, bro. Um, bro, what's your favorite brand? That's that's topical, especially since you're in the favorite shopping. Brand. 
Yeah, it could be oh. anything, bro. It's your favorite brand? What pops to mind, G? That's a really, really tough one, bro. A brand yeah. that I would own. I don't say biscuit man. Um, fuck me. What do I always wear? I don't even know, bro. I've never really big a, been a big one on brands, hey. Like I've never been real, real had a real sense of fashion. I just wear random as shit, literally. What looks cool? Whatever you think's mean. Not even, not even looking cool. I just comfy. That's always been my main thing. Ah, comfy, eh? Like that's why all my threads and stuff now. I'm just going for comfy because I, the first shirts I got, they weren't comfy, and I was like, I would never wear this. And if I'm not gonna wear it, why would anyone else wear it? You know, I love the brand and I don't even want to wear it. So why would anyone doesn't even know about it wear it? So, so ever since then, my hats have been, I've, I've worn them and I'm like, I want this one, this shirt, bro. This is like one of the most expensive hoodies that I could possibly source to get. But I mean, it's the comfiest one I ever put on. So I was like, this is the one I don't want. I don't want the shit. I don't want the shit JB wear one. I want, (laughs) I want this AS color one. You know what I mean? (laughs) I don't want no ah, I don't want no JB wear, so I don't want no returns. Oh yeah, bro, I'll just try it on your hoodie, G rubbish. Yeah, take it back. Yeah. <laughs> but people hit me up. It's good, it's good because people hit me up and they're like so warm, so soft. You know, it's beautiful. So that that means a lot to me and that's why but I think oh bro, favorite brand, that's that's a I really it's a really hard one. I'd say Bro, what about rugby boot? Hey, what's your go to? Or is it more about looks as well? Ah. Oh. X-Blades. X-Blades. <laughs> For the goosey. X-Blades. <laughs> My mate got a pair of X-Blades. Don't diss him. <laughs> He's a front row a too. You got a pair oh, of X-Blades. What, sliding in the scrum? <laughs> yeah, it must be, yeah. Uh, uh, nah, I got, um, I've always, I've always liked Adidas for when it comes to footy boots. They've been my go-to. I've had a pair of Adidas boots for, well, I haven't played for three years, but I've had, I bought a pair in NZ when I was over there from, from Adidas shop, and that's when I was sort of getting a bit more serious. So I got steel caps, steel steel studs, Yo. and all that, and they were nice boots, bro. But but now I think I'm going more for a light, and and because I think because I'm not the biggest flanker, I sort of got to be. I'm working more on my agility and speed work and all that sort of stuff, and Yo. I want to, uh, you know, I want to wear mad boots. I don't want to wear big hunky boots, big slow boots. So I want to get like ah, uh, I don't want to get super flies because that's too that's too much. But something. Ooh. Some like some Nike, you know, like Nike boots. And I think with ACL injuries, apparently there, um, my physio has been talking to me about the study they did with, um, I can't remember the fullback's name. He's an NRL fullback and he did his knee a few times and he only wears now, he only wears like molded studs with sh- short molded studs okay. because they don't grip into the turf as much because my uh. boots, especially my boots, they, they really sink into the turf. So they, if you try to change direction or you slip, um, your foot gets stuck and your knee pivots or your ankle pivots, not your foot on the on the turf. You know what I mean? Oh. So, and obviously the weakest link is going to break. So if your knee has a history, which mine does, mm-hmm. you're going to do your ACL again. So, uh, so that's sense. why, I'm, yeah. So, you know, he showed me the study and, and he's been talking to him and he's the best physio in Toowoomba, deaf sports physio. And I trust him. I've seen, seen him since I was 14. So. Um, yeah, man, I definitely think I'm going to get molded boots. So going to go for Nike, I think. Um, get some Nike. Let's go. Some flash. Some flash boots. Get some flash ones. Nike. Yeah, bro. 
So, Bo, do you believe in the supernatural, Jay? You believe in the ghosts? Supernatural. Um, or like aliens, anything? Oh, well, I can't say I'd believe in aliens, but they got to exist for sure. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't really know how to explain it, but, but just to think we're the only people in the world, in the universe and we didn't need, and the universe is expanding exponentially as we speak. Mm -hmm. Like it's just nuts to think that we could be that, that we're the only people in, no, nah, it can't be true, bro. No way. No way, eh? There's no got to be something smarter than us, bro. That's like, that's like only having one breed of fish in the whole ocean. Like there's no way. Like look, uh, no, something like that, you know, it can't be true, bro. No way. No, I think we just don't have the technology yet to, to figure it out. But, you know, mm. like a few hundred years ago, the the earth was flat and we rotated around, oh, the sun <laughs> rotated around us, you know, bro. So, That's you know, right. we're learning pretty quick. So hopefully we'll figure it out soon enough. But everyone was boosting around in a ship. Yeah. Now we're flying cars. yeah. <laughs> Riding a horse everywhere. <laughs> um, bro, and I'll hit you with one more, Kazi. What else yeah. have I got? Bro. When a girl says "Hey" on Tinder, what are you gonna say back? Right. Usually the ones that say well, you've "Hey." Got all the apps. Usually the ones that say "Hey" to me, not worth saying "Hey" back. So. It's <laughs> 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 always the one with the group photo, eh? And you yeah, don't know who it is. It's just like, oh, <laughs> which one? <laughs> no, not the one, yo. Yeah, exactly. Nah, usually when they say hey, it's like, oh, fuck, why'd I do that? Unmatch. Unmatch that one. Unmatch on Sunday. Go <laughs> through your phone hard. <laughs> copy and paste this. Copy and paste the pick up line. Yeah, literally, well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kazi. Well, yeah, what do you reckon? Anything else you want to talk about? Oh, oh yes. Thank you for reminding me. Tell right, me can about. I take a can Sorry? I take a quick break, bro? Go for yeah. a quick wee? Yeah, for sure, man. For sure. Yo, guys, I'm back. Right, we're back. Yeah, tell me about Tau Taco Tuesday. Is that how you pronounce yes. it? Yes. Tau Taco. So it's Tau Taco. So, bro, Tau Taco means support and uh, Maori. Okay. Uh, um, oh, actually, actually. Sorry, 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 sorry. Before you talk, um, I'd... You've reminded me of one other thing I want to talk to you about. Now, I'll just write oh, yeah. it down so I do not forget it. Okay. Um, but keep going about, about Totoko Tuesday, if you like, and I'll, I'll just write it down real quick. All right, Totoko Tuesday, just an initiative, bro. So every Tuesday, I encourage everybody to reach out to that one person, bro, and make the first step, man, because, okay. you know, it's just like if you're lying in bed with a little girlsy, bro, and you're like, fuck, should I make the first move? Or is she going to make the first move? Why don't she make the first move? Oh, okay. Oh, well, I won't make the first move. And I think it's just, um, it's common with um, boysies, man, that like, they're like, oh, hey, no, he hasn't texted me in ages. Fuck, that cunt doesn't, mustn't like me. Sorry, excuse me. No, you really can't. Um, and then he's, yeah. So it's just kind of encourage you to do, to be the one to reach out and catch up with that friend that you haven't spoken to in ages, man, because I know when I get a phone call from the Boise, I am hissing. Yeah. Thanks for making it's, my it's day. Mad, so. It's a mad feeling, hey, bro. Yeah. Oh, I know exactly what you surprise mean. surprise calls. So, and even like, bro, you got to ring your mum, man. Like, obviously, my mum's back home. So, it's just like, I don't know, just the courage because people get busy, man. So, and I'm yeah, just trying absolutely. to bring a little bit of light to your day. So, Total mm -hmm. Tuesday is all about reaching out, making the first move, catching up with the bro, skinny, or the mm -hmm. Gilsey, or maybe even just dropping that line on that Gilsey that you've, you know, always been a little bit too scared <laughs> about. You know, have that coffee, bro. Just go. a year 12 crush. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> we share these days. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, bro. And then, um, yeah, we've got a great response. And, yeah, I really, I really, really do it. And I get a lot of my mates ring me and like, catch up with me. And obviously, yeah. I'm the one that's ringing about six of my mates. So, yeah, awesome. yeah, I encourage it, bro, because you do get like that some days. You're like, man, I haven't heard from that fellow in ages. You're like, oh, you know. Nah, I'm not gonna make an effort because he has made an effort with me. But if we just encourage everyone to make that effort, bro. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Comes around in circles, too. Yeah. Mm, mm. That's really good, man. I think that's a really, it's obviously quite a simple initiative. But I think, you know, just seeing it, if you, you know, just seeing other people do it as well would be quite. Because I didn't really know what it was, and I'm like, what is this, man? Like, what is he? This fella's about. What's he on about? You know. So, but yeah, that's really cool, man. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I didn't, bro, that's good. I need to explain it every now and then, especially if, mm. like, if I only just jumped on board. So, yeah, man, it's awesome, bro. And I drive a lot for my work, bro. And I'm, I'm honestly the father that brings everyone to you. Mm. Like, people don't even, like, that's why I make a joke about, like, my phone's on airplane mode. Everyone knows my arms are fully charged because <laughs> I'm the one that's ringing you, bro, hassling you about, like, surely pick up, surely go five minutes for the cuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, bro. That's what that's about, and um, we've actually released the Totiki T-shirts. So yeah, I saw um, that, which are which are really cool, and um, we're just selling those um, so we can raise a little bit of money to give back to I Am Hope, which is uh, it's just an organisation back home that um, raise money for um, counselling for like young fellas coming through, mm. um, and just yeah, they're just really really good, bro. And this and this year they weren't able to do like a big fundraising thing, so. Yeah, I don't know. It all swings and roundabouts, Brian. I think it all starts when you being a young fella um, or boys or girls and you just being able to just like talk about your feelings and being aware about it and like having role models in your life that are talking about these things because if you never see your parents be vulnerable, you're like, ah, fuck, that, that isn't a norm or anything. So I think it all starts when you're young and bro, everyone's got some trauma, right? Like everyone's got yeah. something that they had to deal with, mm. bro. So yeah, we really kind of encourage that and yeah, it just kind of yeah starts with young people, I think. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> oh, that's good, bro. That's good. No, that's awesome. I was really, I'm really quite interested in that. So I'm glad you, glad I remembered. Um, yeah. Another thing that you reminded me about, and I've never really, it's always something that's always fascinated me, but I've never really asked anyone. Are you, are you Maori yourself? Yes. Yes. Okay. Great. Because I've got a couple of Maori mates, but I've never really asked them. You know. <laughs> never had them up. Yeah. 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 So. Um, What's the go? No, not the go, but um, New Zealand is very integrated with its indigenous culture, obviously. Of in, in, do, you, do you think that as well? For sure. I'm actually studying mental health at the moment, bro. And one of the mm. first topics we're studying is the Aboriginal and European kind of thing. And yeah, yeah. that compared to New Zealand, is, there's a huge difference, bro. And we're oh, definitely integrated. Yeah, bro. Like I just see like everything I see, like especially when I went there. Like in, in Australia, a lot of the town names and all of that, uh, mm -hmm. in an indigenous language, indigenous yep. meanings and all that sort of stuff. But it not it not culturally in any other way really is our society, especially in big cities, man. Like maybe when you go out my way, it is. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, big cities, man, like I think, you know, they do have like NAIDOC week, which is really good and, and lots of other initiatives and the NRL um, and the AFL, you know, they do their indigenous rounds and, and jerseys and all that sort of stuff. But compared to NZ, like it's just a whole nother level over there. And I think, yeah, so cool. And I wish they did it here. I don't know why it's not the same. You know what I mean? What do you think it is? Do you think it's, what do you, how, how why is it so different, man? Well, I think, like, I think 
Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples were definitely a lot more peaceful um, than some of the Māori tribes, man. Like, I think the Māori tribes definitely fought back and obviously had the land wars. Right. And, um, yeah, when the Europeans came, man, and that's why we eventually um, got the treaty in 1840 mm. and then kind of settled that and then kind of respected each other. So it was like a joint community. Whereas, man, like I've studied, well, I've just recently started looking into um, Australian kind of history, bro, and mm. just the way, yeah, I don't know. I just don't think... Europeans in the early 1900s, man, had any respect for the indigenous of Australia, man. And I don't know, I think to this day, I think there's still a huge shift, man, especially with the stolen generation. And it was tough, man, with the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples. They, like, how many different languages there were? I think the spoken language was like Mm. over 400 languages. And so they're different, whereas in Māori, man, there is just that one language. So Mm. it's easy. Well, sorry, there might be different dialects, but yeah different things have got different words different meanings but mm. it's a lot easier than in australia man um but i think that's definitely changing in australia but slowly but like what you said about the big cities like it's definitely yeah i think you just don't mm. come across it man don't even think about it but yeah i could even just tell by your accent and the way you speak man um it's a lot different than say an aussie father i'll speak in the city right like, i think you you definitely come across um, Aboriginal tourists or Islander peoples, I'm guessing, from where you first lived? Or? Right, yeah, I think it's just like, yeah, just everyone at home sort of speaks a little bit like that, yeah. I guess. I don't know if it's from them or it's just how everyone out there talks, but yeah, and everyone says to me, like, oh, are you, are you Kiwi or are you South African or are you fucking <laughs> Aboriginal or whatever? And that kind of annoys me a little bit, but in a way, I guess, I don't know, it's, yeah, I guess it's just how I grew up. And, and my teacher used to, because I did homeschool. And I used to go out and work oh, wow. on cattle station because we live on cattle station. And I go out oh. and, and we call it, we call it the camp. So the camp yep. is like, cause the station is so, so it's 2.2 million acres. So it's wow. 8,900 square hectares. So it's quite, um, Oh no, sorry, not square hectares, square kilometers. So 8,900 square kilometers. Um, so you can't live at the station at the homestead. We call it where, where all the houses are. If you're out on the other side of the property, you know, mustering or whatever, the cattle, you can't come back and camp the night because if you've got to get up at, at dawn to shift the cattle, you've got to be there. You know what I mean? So we camp wow. at the mustering camp. We camp out there. So I used to go out for like a week and then I'd come back and do my homeschool and I'd be talking different. <laughs> wow. Because <laughs> all, yeah, all the ringers, all of us ringers and shit, they all, you know, we'd just talk a bit and, you know, you say, oh, I guess you know, slang words and indigenous words and, you know, just shit like Muri and you say like Spanish words like amigo and hombre and this random shit, you know, just, (laughs) it's all a bit of a G up and stuff. So, um, but yeah. And so even when I was like, yeah, a little kid, I guess. And, and I used to live in a town called Baduri. So that's, um, do you know Birdsville? You ever heard of Birdsville, bro? I haven't bro, to be honest. It's mainly a Queensland. Yeah. So it's like a, I guess they're indigenous towns, Aboriginal towns okay. in um, far southwest Queensland or far south Queensland, actually. Um, and I lived about 30 minutes outside of Baduri. So I did uh, two years of state school in Baduri, at Baduri State School, and, and a lot of indigenous kids there. And one of my best mates, Yaron Lewington, he's an indigenous kid. And yeah, I guess you just, I guess it's just who you hang around with. You start speaking the way they speak, I guess. And um, yeah. So people, yeah, I guess it sort of stuck with me a little bit. But I, I hope, I try to to not speak as you know what I mean? Try to speak more. I don't know. 
because people tell me all the Formally. time when they meet me. Yeah, I guess because people, you know, tell me what, like yourself, you're saying, you know, you treat this way or whatever, but yeah, I don't but know. But I like it, man. It's your own. Yeah, I just, don't, I just don't want to come off like I'm trying to be like someone I'm not or something like that. You know what I mean? Because I think it might have, yeah, because I don't. You don't come across that way, man. You don't. Oh, that's good. I, like, I, I haven't, I like it obviously having me in person. So the first time mm. I'm talking, but it comes across natural. But I talk like that as well. I say Kazi and Boise and all sorts of things. Yeah, yeah. And I'm supposed to be an adult, yeah. so. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, but uh, what you're saying about integration, bro, I think there's, yeah, like in the big city, man, like just, yeah, it's just you just don't come across an indigenous, unfortunately, because I've been pushed out, man. Um, mm. And just obviously they've got a big, their culture is um, connected to the land, you know, they coexist. Yeah. Um, you know, they're dreaming, you know, everything, their kind of law. Mm. It's just so different than how we live in our little concrete jungle. So I think you don't, if you don't come across people and you never meet them, um, you're going to judge them on face value. Yeah. Whereas you, you've lived out in, the, in, you know, the far reaches and you can understand each other, um, integration and stuff. Like in New Zealand, we're just lucky. We're just a small kind of country mm. and going to come across all sorts of different people. And you just kind of respect people. Um, there's still racism but yeah I think Australia is just a bigger country um, and I've just got a long way to come bro. yeah a long way a generation long way we're still living in oh, like if you compare New Zealand if you say New Zealand should be what modern day integration looks like like of course there's going to be you know racists like mm-hmm. I don't know I don't even know if that'll ever go away like hopefully one day but I mean yeah, it's still everywhere I look, bro. And it, even even as a European, like I, I, you still see it. You know what I mean. So I can't imagine what the people on the other end of it would would be seeing it. You know. Course, so, man. um, but like, yeah, in Australia, bro. Like, like I, I when I watched when I was in NZ and we were staying in the the backpackers the backpacker hotel and shit in in Wellington. Um, yeah. Oh, actually, Wellington was a bit of a letdown, bro. Because not, not going to be honest, because I I love the Canes because I love the Canes yeah. and we we were at the South Island. And we're in Christchurch and all that. And then oh, we, we lush. We flew. Oh, it was lovely. And then we flew across and I was like, finally going to be in Wellington. It's my team. I can't wait to see the city and all this. <laughs> and we got there, brah. And I was just like, fuck, man. Let's go to Auckland. Rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> was it raining and windy, was it, bro? Yeah, bro. It was it's like funny. cloudy, cloudy. Oh, it's a sh- drizzly day. And my <laughs> mum got hit by a car and all this. Oh, what? <laughs> nah, she just got Is she okay? Like, yeah, she all good, but... <laughs> This is, I don't know, bro. It's just, oh, bad vibes. I don't know. This wasn't what I was, I was, this wasn't what I was imagining, you know what I mean? Especially <laughs> oh, after seeing bro. Christchurch and, and, and all that, you know. So it's just, oh, it's beautiful down there, bro. Wellies yeah. is, it's tough, man. Like, it's got on a good, it's beautiful on a good day. Mm. But uh, that's once in a blue man. Yeah, the swirls. I know why they call them the swirls and the canes now. So, <laughs> yeah, bro. But, um, but yeah, man. And, and just like when we turn the telly on, you know. Like they, you know, you just have your normal news. Like we have nine, channel nine, channel seven or whatever here, you know, they yeah. greet, they greet in Maori and Maori, you know, they, they greet in Maori and, and, um, and then they have, you know, like Maori subtitles and, and I think that even though that's a really small thing, it's obviously, you know, it's, it's, um, not, not fair, but what would you say? Um, like it's inclusive of everyone because, because I was watching this documentary with the Canes and they were, they travel around to all the different, um, like rural communities and the Maori communities and, you know, they've got a translator and one of the boys, the one of the players in the squad speaks fluent. So he's yeah. like translating to them and all this. And I think just, it's just shit like that, man. It's like, it's just nothing like that ever happens here. Like, or you don't see it or anything, you know what I mean? So it's just like, it's just so different, right? 
And I don't know if it'll ever happen because of the languages and and all of that as well, I guess makes it hard, but yeah. We've got a lot of like um, Pacific Islanders as well, bro, mm. that come as well. And they and obviously they speak Tongan or Saar or, you know, Fijian, whatever, man. So we're pretty lucky. It's just like a melting pot. But I think, I don't know, man, like Māori culture, like it's cool. Mm. You know, like with the, you know, the haka's cool and they're worried. The haka's cool, yeah. Yeah, you know, and to speak to them is, you know, that's cool as well. And, you know, that's saying Sorry, what, what was that, bro? So, oh, oh, sorry, today I'm Maldi. Oh, so that's yeah, how you sound like when you speak. Oh, cool, man. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, you have to teach me some of this stuff because I don't teach know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, it's, it's, yeah, it's, I don't know, like it, it is cool. Well, I see it as cool. So, yeah. people around, especially with the hacker and that, bro. So, yeah, we're pretty, we're super lucky, bro. Obviously, got a long way to come as well. Like, yeah. but um, there's also like um, primary schools in the, like pre-primaries that are like fully moldy and they just right. teach like yeah, and even, even customs and teach language and stuff. Yeah. And because I was, shit, because I was looking at doing chiropractor in at the Auckland Chiro- school of chiropractor, or whatever university. Yeah. Um, and I was also, and I was looking at other courses and stuff and, you and they have whole courses simply dedicated to Pacific Island history, Pacific Island speaking, Maori speaking and all these sorts of, and it's just like, it's literally everywhere you look, right? It's, it's everywhere. And it's just like in, in, and then, and like just everything, just driving around, you know, like the names of places as, as in Maori and you got, you got the symbols everywhere. Like, um, I don't know what you call them, bro. Those, um, well, like Kauru designs. Yeah. The, you know, the, artwork. Yeah, yeah. Art with the artwork, bro. So it's everywhere you look, you know what I mean? Whereas in Australia, you see indigenous stuff here and there, but it's not really the same, you know? It's like, it's just not, yeah. I guess like I say, it's not integrated as well. I do, bro. I feel that for sure, man. Like, mm. you know, like, yeah, I could, I could, I could go to, I don't know, like, if you go to a kid in a primary school, like, would they know what mob um, is from around Sydney? Like, I don't know. Like, would yeah. they know? Mm. Are they interested? Do they learn um, the the local dialect? Like, a few words in that? Like, I don't know. Any, yeah, it's sad, man. Like, I feel there's a different, differently. People don't want to know, but there was like the Solomon generation was until like 1960s, man. And that's, like, that's crazy, bro. That's like 50 years this ago. This is crazy. It's so like 50 years ago, bro. And there's still up. like things that are like, so there's like a big trust thing. And yeah, it's a huge trust thing, bro. So yeah, hopefully. Just think like, I think our prime minister only, I think the only formal apology for that was happened in like 2010 or somewhere like that. That's right. It was, it was, bro. Yeah. And that was the only, that was the only thing to ever happened sort of in reconciliation for that really was was an apology from our prime minister in 2010 so it's so a shit like that bro and, and i see it all the time like obviously the christchurch massacre was that last year bro like rest in peace all those people yeah but um i think um, one of our politicians like some of the politicians over here bro are a little bit far right very yeah. far right and just some of the things they say like i don't know if you saw it, it circulated on facebook there's obviously a lot of disinformation on facebook but um one of the things I saw was um, um, one of our, not our one of our politicians was saying. Um, bro, I saw that. Jake. Did you yeah. see that? The, bro, yeah. he released uh, like a statement or something. Okay. Mm, he released about it. About the Christchurch. Yeah, about the massacre, and he said, um, if they didn't, if they had stricter um, immigration policies, then and restricted the people of that culture, obviously the Muslim people, then she like that wouldn't happen. And it's just like how in any way does that make any sense? Like how could you, and as a person of a political power, how can you, 
have those views? How do they even get into power, those sort of people? And just the fact that in Australia, you've got people like that. I forget that guy's name. Um, him, like him, Pauline Hanson, who people actually oh. can, people can support their views and stuff. Like they have support. That's why they're in, they have a seat in parliament. Like that's this, this disturbing, bro. Like my days, you know, and, and then, oh man, like that. <laughs> You know, we should it's, be. Um, is that the guy that got egged? Yeah, he was the guy that got egged that's, by egg that's, boy. That's why he got egged by egg boy. <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that was nuts. I was nuts. And then he punched him in the face, bro. bro he, he swung that. He swung that kid was seventeen, bro. That kid, that was a minor, and he punched him in the head, bro, or something. And it's just like, and then all those Nazis and shit grabbed him and like had him in headlock. <laughs> it's like, bro, literally, like, yeah. it's um. But it's cool though, like we can have these conversations, man, and the kind of generations coming through now can kind of um, that recognize it, man. And especially mm. with like the Black Lives Matter kind of um, thing. I know there's like a lot of people say it's just a conspiracy to make us think about other things and what was really going on in the world. But yeah. just being able to talk about racism, bro, you couldn't have done this years ago. And even just with mental health, it's yeah. just like with anything, man, there's a stigma around just all this kind of things created by the older generations. Mm. so it's good that we're having these conversations man because it still all comes down to education like if I you educate yourself mm, exactly right. on anything you know like i don't i don't know much about the nation of islam so like uh, muslims yeah. and i like, listen to some youtube videos bro and then yeah, i know exactly. all about it now and so information's everywhere bro hey literally it's everywhere bro and it's so easy yeah. to to collect these days like within and everything and i think that maybe that maybe that's why the new generation is shifting towards you know that sort of thing compared to yeah. the ones we've been brought up on believing and all that sort of stuff from our older generations. That's true. Possibly. I don't know, but yeah. Um, but like, yeah, bro, like I, I was a big supporter of the black lives matter. Mainly I'm not too fussed about America simply because I don't live there. But, yeah. um, but I was annoyed with people who were saying shit like, Oh yeah, it only happens in America and all that. And I was like, cause I like, and these are Aussies saying it. And I'm like, bro, do you even, <laughs> like one of my one of my mates I played footy with, bro. He was a really, he was really against it on Facebook, and fuck, I had a big argument with him. And well, not an argument, but I was just trying to show him, like, bro, just look outside, you know, like, you know, like, just look around you, you know what I mean? Like, it's everywhere. You just don't, you haven't seen it all, or you don't believe it, and all this. And and I was just, people were saying to me, like, some of my friends are messaging me, you know, they're like, you know. They're like, I don't want to sound racist or whatever, because I'm not. But like, <laughs> that's, a, that's always a classic. That's always a classic. <laughs> that's the classic one. Um, and they say like, but why are you supporting the Black Lives Matter? Because you're not black. And I was like, it's, that's not what? what it's about. You know what I mean? I was like, that's the, that's the whole point of the movement. It's not about. And obviously, yeah, this is just my opinion. So I don't know if I'm right. Yeah, for sure. I'm just, for sure. And someone might get angry at me or for saying it. But I'm just saying like, it's not about necessarily about um black people fighting because they've been oppressed and they are oppressed and the system's oppressing them it's it's mainly about um just educating everyone who's who doesn't understand man because how are we going to change how are they how is their situation getting any better if everyone who is not in their situation doesn't understand and doesn't know or like i could never understand what anyone any person of color has been through if they have been through something and they most likely have been, but, um, you know, especially in Australia or, or New Zealand or, or wherever, you know what I mean? So 
I'll sure. never understand that. But I, what I can do to help is educate myself. And I think if everyone had a mindset where they're going to educate themselves and, and um, try and make a little bit of a difference, even if it's just yourself, then, you know, yeah. it's going to make a difference, isn't it? Like, so, so yeah. I agree totally, man. I agree. Our I agree. prime minister, our prime minister said there was no slavery in Australia. Did you see that, bro? Did you see that? Okay. Oh, no, I didn't. Oh, what did he, he said, um, someone asked him something and he said, there was no slavery in Australia. And I was like, bro, there literally, <laughs> there was all these articles about it and shit. Like, oh, my days, bro. Because there was obviously the big, um, the enslavement of the Pacific Island people for for Queensland sugarcane cutting in like the 1920s and all that. Like, did you know about that, bro? You look like you didn't no, know about bro, that. I didn't. Oh, well, well, know at, that. Oh, maybe as a New Zealand person, but at, but in Queensland, yeah, um, up in Bundaberg and all that, where the sugarcane comes from, bro. Yeah. They, yeah, they they enslaved fucking pack islanders, bro. And like, and here's a man saying it didn't happen, and and you know, like, and then the next day he's like, oh, my apologies, it did happen. Like, you rookie, on, bro. On, bro. can't take it back now. You know, he said that on live television, like. And then it's crazy, bro. If you ever see, um, I guess it's sort of died down a little bit now, but all the coverage on, on the BLA, um, uh, BLM uh, movements and stuff in Australia, mm-hmm. you go in the comments, bro, and I was going in the comments on Facebook and just the people and what they're saying, oh, my days, bro. It's just like nothing's ever, nothing's even changed, you know what I mean? It's not so just, ignorant, eh? Ignorance, and it's bro. just like, well, it, it's hard, bro, because you need to look inside and go, where do, where do my preconceived views come from? So mm-hmm. why do I think this way? Oh, it's because someone that was older than me has told me that this is the way. But then where do they learn it from? So you need yeah. to go educate yourself to figure that things out for yourself. Mm-hmm. Or another way it might be, say, fucking someone robs your house and it just turns out it might have been um, a person from, of, of any descent, say, Greek. Say they were, I don't know, just anything, or Lebanese, and they came and robbed your house. So you're automatically going to chuck everyone who's Lebanese into that category and say, mm. they're bad eggs because they robbed me. But you need to go, no, there's good and bad within everybody. So it's just education again, man. And just most racist views are just told to you from someone else. Like, mm. like you know, Asian drivers are bad drivers. I've never <laughs> seen Asian drivers being bad drivers, but it's just mm. because it's just the saying because somebody made that up and makes everybody yeah. think that. Yeah, literally. Like, and I think I think silly. I think things like that that aren't the people don't think are racist because obviously they're not discrimination, but they are. Um, oh, this is what I was talking about. Made about it's not just a lot it's, of the things. A lot of the things we have, they're not discrimination, but they're just. It's like um, it's association or it's um, stereotypical. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you know, Asians are good at math. Well, that's not actually racial discrimination, but that's a that's um that's a stereotype that might offend like i've got literally i literally had a chinese mate who was terrible at math like we were both in the same math class and we sucked <laughs> and so i used yeah, to say to him like why aren't you good at math bro and he's like you know don't say that bro like you know what i mean so it's just stuff like that and it's even though it's not you know it's just little things like people have like islanders are good at rugby another one you know what i mean and all these yeah. or they're all they're big and strong you know what i mean like it's not even a bad thing because it's good to be good at rugby or big and strong but it's still it's still an, um, a stereotypical thing that we have based on a person's race or descent. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I agree. It's crazy stuff like that, bro. Yeah. Just, yeah. But yeah, that's what all the, if to anyone still wondering what the Black Lives Move Matter movement is about, like just, just look it up, man, and, and educate yourself because, yeah, that's what you got to do, man. 
That's what you got to do. Yeah, man, for sure. So, yeah. Yeah, bro. Um, yeah, so what's the future coming for, for Uli King? Uli Kent. Um, well, I think we got the winner drop at the moment. Still on. Is anyone yeah. still chasing the hoodie? We got a few left. Um, beanies are still on. Probably going to restock caps. Oh, this isn't much. Oh, this cap, bro. You did, I thought you might have commented. I know. That one, G. Correct. I thought you might have actually yeah. commented. I was swearing on. I was like, oh, Bro Town. <laughs> I actually found this at an op shop in NZ when I was on tour. That was oh, nice. did you? So we pulled, up, we pulled up at this shop. Um, oh, fuck. I did a Snapchat. I was going to look at my memories. But we pulled up at this little town in on the South Island. I cannot remember what it was called. Um, and it was like our first day and we pulled up and had a feed and stuff. And then it was me and the other flanker. And, um, he's actually from out home where I live. So I know him pretty well. And, and we, um, and it was like 10 minutes till the bus was going to leave and everyone's getting back on. And then we looked across the car park and there's a fucking, it says like $1 shop over there. Yo. And I was yo. like, yo, and it was, it wasn't a Vinnie's and it wasn't a Salvo's, which is like all of them in Australia. And I was yeah. like, yo, let's go check it out. And so we fucking run over there and I walk in, bro. And there's like this big bucket on the ground full of caps, $1 caps. And this baby was sitting right on the top, Ooh. right there on the top. And I was Cap like, two. and I was like, that's bro town. And I was like, <laughs> cop that brand new. Oh, and bro. oh man. So, and then it was funny because, because later we went to, um, we went to a big museum and I think it was in, I can't remember if it was in Auckland or if it was in, it might've been in Auckland or Hamilton or probably Auckland, big museum. And they actually had a, um, like, you know, um, like a Pacific Island and a, a Maori like section of their culture and history and all that. And right at the end of the museum, we went through everything and all the Anzacs and all that. And there was one big thing on the wall with all this bro town stuff in it. Oh, <laughs> Literally in the museum. <laughs> <laughs> So we're learning about all this New Zealand culture and all the history of everything, you know, and, and um, the treaties and the Anzacs and everything. And, and then right at the end, they got Brotown right there. Like, oh, you like, must know about Brotown. Yeah. And I, was like, I was like, no way, Brotown. And, um, and so, yeah, I got a photo and I had this hat on and I was like, I was like, I should donate it to the, to the, to the piece, to the, um, the Brotown piece. And I was like, nah. <laughs> it's just too like, good, bro. Yeah, it's too good to, too good to pass up, so. But yeah, it's pretty funny. But um, but yeah, bro. Mean chat. Yeah, bro. Thanks for your chat, cuz. Um, bro, yeah, thanks dead. for talking to me about some of that stuff, hey. Because obviously, yeah, sure, man, like mental health, mental health, and um, and just talk because I don't get to talk to many people about that sort of stuff, especially like the indigenous stuff, and you know, like obviously, yeah, it's tough, bro, because people yeah. don't want to talk about it, man, because they don't, because it's it's hard, man. Like it's, it's a hard a, conversation, yeah. It's a tarnish on Australian history, bro. Like it's mm. yeah, it's got a dark cloud. So yeah, mm. awesome that you bring it up, bro. You're a you're a talented young man, bro. Um, yeah. Thank you yeah, very much, bro. Thank you for your yeah. time. Thank you for your time, mate. And good luck with Boise. And I'll definitely be keeping in touch and. And, bro, and talk I might talk and definitely talk talk a Tuesday. I'll be I'll be reaching out to all the boys. Thanks for telling me what it's all about. So yeah, for sure. It's cool, man. All right, no worries. You have a good weekend, bro. You too, Cassie. Yeah, Up no the canes. Worries. Up the canes. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Let's Later, go, brother. Man. See you, man. Catch you. <laughs> yeah.